Hi everyone, welcome back. Thank you so much for being here and thank you so much for listening. I know it's been a while. (laughs) I think it's been a little bit over a month, which is probably the longest I think I've been without recording an episode since when I started back in February. So definitely feels a little bit weird to me, to be totally honest. I think I restarted this about 12 times. (laughs) Um, Just a forewarning, I do have a little bit of a cold. So I think I got all my coughs out, but just let you know. (laughs) Um, But kind of to, I'm like so much has happened the last month and I feel like I want to share every single experience that I've had, but I think that would take forever. Um, So I've decided to kind of talk about um, the lessons that I've learned through my experience um, doing semester at sea. So (laughs) it would be forever to describe every single kind of like beautiful place that I've seen. Um, And I probably could do, I think I figured out that when I record on my computer, it stops me at 30 minutes. Um, And I I think I could be wrong that I have unlimited time on my phone. Um, And I am recording on my phone right now because I did not bring my computer with me. Um, But yeah, so kind of just sticking to the lessons that I've learned, I think is going to be the topic of conversation for today. To be honest, I didn't plan too many like ideas out, but I have some things in my head. Um, But I wanted to start with um, a little reading. I just started reading The Way Back Home, which is uh, Courtney Peppernell's most recent book that she um, just released, and I bought it. It came in perfect timing right before I left um, for Amsterdam, and I pre-ordered it, and I got it just in time, because the difficult thing about doing semester C is you cannot Amazon ship anything to your, to, you're, you're really, you don't have like a, like a home location, like I could ship it to kind of the ports that I'm visiting, but it would be extremely difficult to kind of figure out the timing, being able to pick it up, so anyways, um, I will talk more about that, but the reading that I want to start with. The uncertainty exists in every day, some smaller, like weather, to have coffee or tea. If the package you ordered will arrive on time, what to wear to your meeting at noon. Some bigger, like life changes and loss of not knowing if the stars will return to the sky after a dreary day filled with gloom. But the uncertainty can lead you down beautiful paths and through places you've never dreamed of venturing. Life's Life does not end with uncertainty. There have been beautiful things discovered in the unknown. And I think that is probably my favorite uh, poem that I have in her book so far. I'm not really halfway done. I'm probably like getting getting halfway done. But I really like that one. And I think I kind of read it at a cool time. um, Because to kind of talk about where I am currently at this moment. I am in um, a small island in Spain called um, Menorca. And for people who know who, where, (laughs) for people who know where Ibiza is, um, it's an island, it's two islands over. So there's Palma and then Menorca. Um, And yeah, I flew out this morning to kind of take a solo trip on my own to this really cool island that I've been at since I think I landed at like 11 and it's been a really really cool experience um I think it is kind of a big step for me if you don't already know me I love traveling 
um, especially solo traveling. And I talk about this a lot with my friends. Um, but yeah, this is a little bit of a bigger step because this was my first time solo traveling kind of like oh, more than just like a day um, uh, out of the country. <laughs> um, oh no, <coughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> okay, need water. Um, so yeah, to kind of not go into the details too much because I said I wasn't, but um, yeah, I think I had been planning it for a few weeks. I was like, you know, I want to travel at least one time just by myself and I feel like Spain is a great place to do it I do know a little bit of Spanish um I've been to Spain so I kind of know like my way around even though I've never been to Menorca after this I'm flying to Barcelona and I've been there so really looking forward to that but um yeah (laughs) I was just journaling about kind of my day today because I think it's definitely one that I will remember I think one line that I said in my journal was, I feel like this was kind of the best spa day that I could have ever, like, imagined, and I didn't go to a spa, I mean, I'm staying in a hotel, so it's a pretty nice hotel, um, but it just, like, I realized, and I think lesson number one, um, that I guess everybody's self-care looks different, and I've kind of figured it maybe took me a little while to figure this out, but I think I think my self-care is kind of giving myself time away from kind of the environment that I'm in. And I have been in very, like, quickly changing environments. I think it's, like, the people that I'm surrounded by. Um, so it's nice. I, I would be really surprised if anybody from Semester Z flew to Menorca. I, I doubt it. I mean, I took, like, three laps around this town. Um, because it's relatively small, and at least I didn't see any semester to see people in this area, um, which I don't, like, it's not like I mind seeing these people, it's just like, I don't know, it's a, it's a nice break to kind of be somewhere new, just figuring out on your own, um, and I've definitely talked about this in, like, previous episodes, is, like, when you travel alone, you get to decide what you want to do, what makes you happy, and, <laughs> I'm going to bring this up a little sooner than I planned on bringing this up, but um, I am currently taking two psychology classes, one um, an elective and then one that's, if I end up, uh, I don't want to go into the, my, (laughs) in my head what's going on with my graduation kind of credits things, but um, abnormal psychology and positive psychology. And my positive psychology teacher, um, I kind of had heard about her prior to starting her class, um, but since I've been kind of going to every other day classes, I've definitely learned kind of, I don't know, like, I don't know how to, like, explain this without going into too much detail, but um, her name is Meg Jay, and she has written her own book, and I think it's the first kind of professor that I've met that has written her, written their own book in the sense that, like, it's not really, like, an academic book, and it's more, like, it's a very, very popular book, um, and she's done a TED Talk, which she played for, we do these things called cross currents, and they're just kind of, like, I don't want to say presentations, they're, like, people just, uh, sharing their life experience or their knowledge, and I got to watch her TED Talk, and it was just really, really amazing and cool, um, so, like, where was I going with this? Oh, 
(laughs) I wanted to bring this up because I wanted to explain um, one thing that she talked about in her TED Talk was uh, making a syllabus. Like, you're the the person who gets to decide... um, like how how to make the syllabus of life and kind of like I, I thought that was like cool because we're currently taking classes you know like on the boat and like everybody has a syllabus when you're in college but like if you sit down and like really think about it have you kind of made that syllabus of life for yourself because I don't think I have and I think it gave me a lot to think of like what are those I talk a lot about like non-negotiables um with like relationships environments like whatever um so kind of cool thing to think about definitely something that I took away from that and I'm have I brought her book with me I haven't started reading it but when we um get back to the boat after Spain she's starting a book club so I will definitely uh share some things about that but going back to kind of finding um finding a uh, like finding what self-care looks like for you I think is really important and obviously that's going to change over time but you know it's just like it's about trying a bunch of different things like I think going back to solo traveling I think everybody has a different level of comfort and I've talked to people on the ship who are like you travel alone like what like I am like scared to like leave the boat of like alone let alone like uh, a day or whatever and I think it's just learning to maybe that isn't what self-care looks like for you that's what it looks like for me but um you know I think it's you got to build that I guess with traveling like that self-trust and confidence that you can kind of figure your like you have enough knowledge and experience to um get yourself safely from one point to another and obviously not everything is in your control but it's just being kind of self-aware and I guess really listening to your gut and trusting yourself um so yeah (laughs) to kind of go back to um that reading hold on I want to bring it up again um Okay, so the last kind of stanza, it says, Life does not end with uncertainty. There have been beautiful things discovered in the unknown. And that really, like, hit home for me because I am such a planner. And I'm going to bring up another one of my classes. So I'm taking um, a management course. And last class, we kind of, I don't even know how to categorize this, but they were, like, different Uh, there was like organized, determined, like different words that you have to pick like what best fits you. And then he separated us into groups to basically describe this like scenario. And I, after like kind of picking what word best fit fit me, he kind of defined that as like planners. And I was like, yep, that's me. Like I love planning. I love like, you know, I, I love knowing, like I love having certainty within like in like control over my time in a sense and there was somebody in my class who said like you need to kind of have a balance between that and then these other groups of like kind of going with the flow because what happened what could happen is 
um, you're so busy planning and you're, you continue to plan that you never actually like go through with the plan because you're so consumed with planning it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I definitely caught myself doing that today. I think I did not plan. I really just planned my flight to Menorca and not much more than that because it is kind of a small town that doesn't have kind of, I don't want to say much to do because I feel like there's always things to do if you really like look closely and like spend time kind of just moving slowly honestly not and like I don't want to say slowly but moving like intentionally that's a better word um and yeah so I I caught myself kind of like I was sitting wait this is definitely a different culture thing to me is that people here eat so late so like a lot of the restaurants for dinner won't open until 7 or 7 30 so it was like 6 and I was like uh, okay I have like an hour before restaurants open but I want to grab dinner before I head back to the hotel um so I was like okay what can I do with my time um of course me started planning what I was going to do tomorrow and like the day after that and I think that's definitely like such a big pattern that I see and I don't want to say a problem because I think like it does have its good and uh, good and bad but I think it's like all about finding a balance it's something that I see myself I don't want to say that I don't that I dislike but I think becomes sometimes obsessive to a point um so that's definitely something that I've learned for myself and if you can relate to this in any sense I think (laughs) I don't have an answer for it because I definitely (laughs) know that I have this uh pattern of like always planning for the future but I think that reading that quote kind of helped that knowing sometimes like that like there will always be beautiful things that come out of uncertainty and life is not certain um I want to go back to it one more time because there was another kind of line um I think it was the beginning like yeah there's gonna be bigger life things that like will not be planned and like even like everything you know they she's talked about like um, the certainty of knowing whether like the patches package is gonna arrive on time, which I thought was funny because I had just mentioned how I can't ship, <laughs> ship things to myself. Um, but yeah, it's like getting comfortable with living with uncertainty and not always having to plan. And this was the next thing that I wanted to bring up is um, I'll talk a little bit about like the people that I met uh, on the ship. A lot of them are international students which I love being surrounded by people who kind of come from such different places. So um, I think, um, where is she from? I think Germany. I forgot who. So there's uh, Carolina and Kara. Uh, and Car- oh, sorry, Carolina and Carla. And I always get, <laughs> like, I know who they are, but I get their names confused. I'll call, like, Carolina Carla sometimes. So Carla's from... Germany Carolina's from Czech Republic but I think Carla said this to me at one point we were like sitting and eating and she was like um oh no (coughs) she said sometimes the best things happen or sometimes you see the best things when you stumble stumble upon them and that kind of stuck with me and I kind of giggled because she said stumbled um but I could not agree with that more and I think it definitely reminds you to just 
be in the present and just go with the flow because you cannot plan every single thing and I think I've learned that because you know things are going to come up life is going to change but although I like knowing where I'm going to eat breakfast lunch and dinner and the time in between I think um having a better balance is definitely something that I'm working on um but I wanted to go back to my professor. So when she did her cross currents, I, or her, oh my gosh, her cross currents, that's what it's called. <laughs> I said cross currents. Um, she had lots of things that I was just like typing really quickly on my phone into notes. Um, and I kind of just wanted to lift, list off those bullet points. Oh my gosh, I wanted to record this so badly, but my throat is hurting. Um, so start where you are. Um, that was the first thing that she said, and I think it went along to go in a little bit more detail about that. She talked about kind of um, how her book is called The Defining Decade, and she does a lot of research and works with uh, 20, like the 20, I think 20, like I guess people in their 20s, that's a better way of saying it. Um, and that was one thing that she started off by saying is like the best time to make changes in your 20s because as you develop um kind of breaking habits or changing things becomes harder and harder um I love this (laughs) and I was actually thinking about on my flight over here so she said a small change in flight um like in a flight can be the difference between landing in Alaska or Fiji Um, I think that is so interesting to think of is like, it's the smallest changes that can just really change the course of anything. Um, I have brought this up probably in a podcast before, but something that one of my teachers in high school said is you're always one decision away from a different life. And it's that same thing with choices. Like, I mean, that is a choice. You're always one decision. Decision is a choice. Um, but you're uh, yeah I think it's like not putting so much pressure on every single thing you do but knowing that there's like a cause and effect to everything so like that's why it's important to find what self-care looks like for you because if you don't kind of figure out what like restores kind of that balance in yourself and alignment between like physical and mental health I think you know you kind of go through life not feeling as good as you possibly could so yeah just making sure that you're making changes that kind of bring you back um and make you feel at peace so uh she talked a lot about being intentional (coughs) being intentional about love um yeah definitely like a theme through her um cross current was like intentional intentional choices um and I already talked about making a syllabus for life so if I don't know if you're listening to this and have time to really think about making that syllabus for life um try it and let me know um okay I like this life gets better as you go on and to go again into a little bit more detail about that she said how um I guess your 20s is the dipping point of your mental health um and it's very common for people to kind of like I guess dip around this time because there's so much so much change um so knowing that 
um, I think, I remember I raised my hand. I was like the first person to ask a question because I was like, I gotta ask her a question. Um, and I asked, she mentioned how um, in therapy, like working with um, clients who just don't see, really see themselves in the future, like the moment feels so mentally like terrible to, to them that they cannot see past where they are now so I asked her what do you tell somebody who like feels that way because I think that definitely is how I felt you know my last semester on campus and I feel like I don't really know exactly kind of what got I think I got myself out of that but there wasn't one thing that somebody said to me so I just like was wondering what do you say to somebody who like feels that way because I could relate to that feeling for me like it was just I I guess it was more like my parents saying like like come back home I mean they didn't tell me to come back home but like kind of just seeing how I was at home and at school and just kind of hearing that difference is what kind of made me leave that environment and get to a point where I could see myself in the future um but that was just something that she said is knowing that life gets better as you go what was the next thing oh um your life will turn out differently than the way it is now um just like knowing and expecting that there's going to be change is kind of my interpretation of that um and yeah, your life only goes up from where it is now, whether you're listening to this in your 20s or teens or 60, I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah, so I think it goes back to having that balance I said of like thinking too far ahead. Like I think sometimes it's, sometimes it's good to see yourself in the future, but also not think too far ahead. So there is like, I feel like a little bit of a difference between that. Um, and I guess the last kind of thing I wanted to talk about, (laughs) this was actually, like, going way faster than I had planned. I, like, had written a few bullet points down, but I'm really, like, my voice is, my my throat is, like, dying. Um, so I don't know how much longer I can talk to, talk for. Um, but what was I going to say? Oh, yes, my last kind of thing I wanted to bring up is, Everybody has a story if you take the time to listen. I think that has been one of my biggest takeaways up to this point, just getting to know um, so many people from semester at sea or just like while traveling um, who are not part of the program. So the one kind of story I wanted to bring up was last week um, while we were all on a ship um, going towards Valencia. Um there I think she's also from Germany um Marika her name is (laughs) can't talk her name is I said that totally backwards her name is Marika and um we I forgot what oh yeah she told me that she was playing the piano um in kind of like one of the rooms later that night so I was like okay I'll go like she seems like she would be a good piano player, like, she's always so calm, and, like, I can tell she has, like, an artistic side of her, and I've heard she's really good, so I went, and oh my gosh, it was just, like, amazing to just sit there, there was, like, it was a big room where people were kind of, like, shouting, but I felt like 
when I at first when I got there it was so loud there were so many people like kind of talking and like playing games but I sat down and like I, I swear all I heard was that it was a really kind of cool feeling to experience and she was playing that night because um her friend was starting a club and I think it was I think he called it an entrepreneur entrepreneurship club which I probably would have never kind of joined or went to if it wasn't for uh, her playing the piano because he kind of like he was like guys stay like stay for a meeting that was I think his whole idea um having um her ha- having her play the piano um but okay to get to kind of the whole point of the story is I ended up staying and the entrepreneurship meeting was so cool so um the like leader of the club uh, started off by um, talking about something that um, uh, talking about a story that his mentor told him, which, ironically, I had just read in the book um, "Be Water, My Friend," which I have not finished. <laughs> I started reading it on my way to Marrakesh when we were in Mar- Morocco, and um, basically, the story is about like um, a cup of water and how. Um, water like I guess the example is water represents knowledge and if that cup is full and um like if that cup is full because you feel like you know um I guess everything there is to know about maybe like a job or anything really then if somebody tries to come in and pour more water into that cup it just overflows and that knowledge that somebody is giving you is just a waste because you have not emptied your cup to be able to kind of like really resonate with the information so um that's basically like the story that he talked about and then after that he had everybody basically introduce themselves um and I think we had to answer the question like what is like your what are your dreams and aspirations and it was really really cool to kind of hear where everybody was from um the experiences that they had in life because everybody's was so different um we had like people who had started their own like very very successful companies had worked like works for their families companies whatever um and it just like it was really like inspiring to be like oh my gosh, all these people are my age and have, like, had really, really, like, amazing cool experiences and also, like, sit there. And it was really interesting because, they like, some of them had really, like, amazing jobs or internships that I could never even imagine being a part of. But while I was sitting there, it wasn't like, oh, these people are so much better than me. I was like, wow, that is just, like, I am proud. Like, I don't know this person, but I am, like, proud of them like that's like such an accomplishment um I think it's a cool way to kind of think in general I don't know like I guess that's another thing semester at sea has taught me is um that not all experiences are the same and not all experiences are what they look like so like even though maybe having um, a really high position at a Ritz-Carlton, um, like, yes, like, that's an amazing accomplishment, whatever, but I think this was somebody, something that somebody mentioned in our psychology classes, you don't know everything that's gone on behind, um, 
whatever that experience is experience is so somebody brought up how um like we've talked a lot and like a lot of my classes about social media and (coughs) it's especially interesting to talk about it on the boat because in that period of time like we don't have service so um, we're really not checking like social media really contacting um, people as much as we would when we're in port and he somebody in our class said um you know people like at the end of the day will see like um the picture of me riding a camel but they don't know everything that happened to get to that point like yes it was amazing yes it looked amazing as well but there was also like an eight-hour car ride we also like slept like on the ground blah blah whatever um so basically my point is like and I'm definitely like I see this with myself too like if I just go through my Instagram like I have very like beautiful and amazing naturey pictures yet what is not there is photos or pictures of me like puking my brains out because I'm so sick or um I don't know like luckily this experience has been pretty smooth but there's definitely been bumps in the road like I'm sick right now and but I'm grateful (coughs) that you know it is not worse than kind of like the cold that I have um but yeah there's always kind of things behind the scenes and everybody knows us that you just don't see but I think until you hear it you don't really believe it so I think it was really cool to kind of hear that guy say like there were so many bumps along the road to him kind of like eventually like getting to ride a camel but that wasn't seen uh to the outside world so just being mindful of that and um I brought that up because it's a great reminder to not compare your experiences to anybody else's and I think it's been really nice to be able to not do that like I feel like while I'm in port but um like not only just when I'm on the boat because I feel like I'm doing so much while I'm in port that I really don't scroll through uh, any kind of social media but on the boat I'm absolutely not doing that I have no service but (coughs) it's really nice because I think it really forces me not to compare myself to I guess more specifically like my friends back at home and kind of what they're doing and um yeah because like at the end of the day like to see their experiences is cool but to see their experiences and also feel um like what's what's a good way to say this and also feel like I'd rather be there it's like being able to really get rid of that feeling of oh I'm missing out and instead of like oh that looks amazing at the same time like I bet there's more to this story like I bet there are those bumps that I just don't see um but at the end of the day like I feel like going back to that um feeling proud for the person or happy that they had that experience is kind of a good perspective to have so I think this is where I'm going to end it off for today. Hopefully this all made sense. I feel like (laughs) I had a lot of thoughts in my head and getting them out was definitely very difficult to explain. But um, yeah, I think hopefully if you listen to this whole thing through, 
I think it's a very interesting way to kind of reflect on your day-to-day experiences is um, reflecting on those lessons and not the details of them. Um, I know that's something that I talked about. I, I actually don't know if I totally talked about when I was starting my episodes how before I really posted my first episode how I only talked about like I ref- it was basically like instead of journaling my whole life I just talked it out but I only spoke about the lessons because I feel like um finding <laughs> we're about to read um a man's I think it's called a man's search for meaning but that title made me think of you know finding the meanings like the same thing that I said that <clears throat> like speaking to people like everybody has a story if you just take the time to listen and going back again to places like there's always things to do if you take the time to intentionally kind of search out for those experiences and those meanings and um when you're aware and kind of present that's when you know that those meanings and lessons kind of come whether it's in the moment or down the road and you reflect on you're like whoa wait I didn't realize it at the time, but actually I learned this, I think is really, really cool, really, really cool, but you can only do that truly when you're present, you know, like not on your phone, not checking social media, and just really aware, and yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a great Easter night, bye.